0: Have I wavered in my duty? Has my regard for the ornament of light been scant?
1: Have I not
0: toiled relentlessly night after night, yearned with all of my spirit? All for a promise made in bad faith, for a moon that did not rise. How will fulfillment now come? Certainly not from the truant Visitor. This night I turn the liver mortis, but I turn it for him no longer. If he cannot... If he will not show, if he will not guide me to the new splendor, then I will forge it on my own. Let my will provide reassurance. Enjoy tonight's song and story.
1: Relax your body. Lean back in your chair and plant your feet gently on the floor. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Take a moment to feel the chair beneath you. Feel your feet touching the ground. Let your fingers feel the softness or the firmness of the seat. Allow the small of your back to gently make contact with the back of the chair. Close your eyes and let your focus shift to your breathing as it becomes slowed and rhythmic. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Now, starting at the tip top of your head and working your way all the way down your body. Relax the muscles of your face. Let gravity slowly tug on your mouth, on your jaw. Let the tension drain from your lips. Continue downward, loosening the muscles in your neck and throat. Relax your tongue and let it lay gently on the floor of your mouth. Allow the tension in your shoulders to fade away and let your arms and hands fall limply at your sides. Imagine the tension cascading down your shoulders and through your arms, pooling in your hands and running through your fingers. Let any remaining tension in your arms exit through your fingertips and fall to the floor below. downward, releasing the tension in your torso. Think about your body's core and the way it connects all the different parts of your body together and let the tension flow out through the paths of least resistance. Return your focus to your breath. Feel the warmth and moisture in the air around your lips and nostrils as you exhale, the cooling sensation inside your nose as you breathe in fresh air, filling your lungs with life-giving oxygen. Deepen your breathing, allowing your chest and stomach to rise and fall. Continue to slow and lengthen your breathing pausing briefly before you exhale, and again before you take your next breath. Listen to the sounds around you the creaks and pops of an old house, the whir of a fan blowing, the noise out in the street, or the mechanical hum of a car passing by. Forget the deeper meaning of each sound you hear, and focus only on its sonic characteristics. Clicks and clacks. Whistles, whirs, drones, chirps, and rumbles. All with their own unique tonal properties and meters, but without any meaning of their own. Now allow the distinctions of each sound to blur with the next. Every individual part blending into the whole becoming one with the room's oral ambience. Then let the radius of your hearing shrink until you can only hear the sound of your breath. Focus inward and upward. Bring your attention to your brain itself letting your buzzing thoughts subside. Worries, problems, and expectations start to melt away and your mind becomes a placid, warm, tranquil pool. Focus on nothing but the pool's calm surface. Thoughts may find their way into your head, but they quickly fall like drips and drops into the pool, making circular ripples in the calm water that quickly radiate outward until they disappear on the distant horizon. Let the dripping thoughts slow like a leaky faucet that's finally been tightened the time between each drip a little longer than the last, until the last tiny drop lands on the surface of the pool, barely even making a ripple. With your mind as blank as the glassy surface of the pool's still waters, and your body in a complete state of relaxation, you are no longer bound by the constraints of physical reality. Without the hold of gravity, your body begins to lift as you start to rise above the surface of the pool. The higher you rise, the farther the pool stretches. As you float up and up, you begin to grasp the true vastness of the water and an endless ocean stretches below you in all directions. High above the surface of the water, you feel the cool, refreshing breeze on your face. You can taste the pure air. Far below, gentle waves rhythmically bounce up and down, up and down, up and down. The vastness of it all provides a profound sense of amazement. Although the waves below are distant, you can still see them with astounding fidelity as if you were right next to them. Even the waves near the horizon spray and sparkle with infinite clarity. Despite its overall consistent hue, each section of the never-ending sea is painted with its own unique micro-variations of blues, grays, greens, and browns. As you draw your focus more toward your immediate surroundings, you realize that you are enshrouded by a fine cloud mist, but unlike the haziness of fog, the mist has no impact on your ability to see near or far. Reaching your hand into a wisp of cloud, You can feel its crystalline structure with your fingertips. Millions and millions of tiny ice crystals, suspended in formation high above the surface of the ocean. You can see, somehow all at once, the broad and ever-expanding magnitude of your surroundings, as well as the infinitesimally minute details of the parts that make up each droplet each crystal. You become entranced, so intently focused on every minuscule detail that the careful perusal of each droplet, each speck, begins to feel like a lifetime of obsession and inquiry. You have never known so much, felt so in tune with the mechanics of existence, been so close to true enlightenment. But what at first felt like a completeness, a true understanding of everything, has now become an overwhelming sense of confusion and disorientation. Your mind becomes a flurry of competing thoughts sounds, senses, and stimulations. Your head is pounding and your ability to see clearly dissolves into a disarray of static as you are faced with the sudden realization that you are thousands of feet above a raging ocean with nothing to keep you suspended. You first feel it in your stomach then in your chest, as the panic of free fall sets in, you are so high above the surface of the now turbulent waters that the fall seems like an eternity. But you know what's coming. You know that when you hit the surface of the water at terminal speed, you might as well be hitting concrete. And that is the last thought you have before everything goes black. You are cold, an immense pressure surrounds you. You want to scream, but you cannot. Somehow, the fall into the water did not kill you, and you are now submerged deep in the ocean waters. You feel the weight of the massive sea above. You are getting heavier and heavier as you sink deeper. with the little light that is present, you catch glimpses, shadows of sinister forms that lurk in the deep. You sense they are aware of your presence, watching, waiting. As you continue to tumble downward, your plunge accelerates as if you are no longer simply sinking but being pulled by some unknown force. You begin to feel the water flowing against your arms and legs as you rapidly descend. The murky forms of the onlookers have now become dark streaks and blurs as you fall to unknown depths. Far below you, you notice something. A faint light flickering with the current but steadily growing as you approach it. As it nears, you can see that the light is emanating from a crack in the ocean floor. Your feet smash into the coarse sand of the seabed. You are shaken by the impact, but have landed right along the fissure light inviting you in, a hopeful escape from the dark abyss. You crawl toward it and enter. You find yourself in an underwater cavern. With no other options, you make your way further and further into the sunken cave. The turbidity near the entrance soon gives way to translucence as more and more light ripples through the water. You can now see that the source of light comes from above you as you frantically swim toward it. You gasp for air as your head emerges above the surface of the water breathe deeply. The air is damp and musty. You flail your arms and kick your legs as you struggle to keep your head above water. You look around in desperation at your surroundings. You are weak and you know that you cannot keep yourself afloat for long. High above you hang cavernous ceilings of stone you see that you are in a massive underground lake. Around you, others begin to breach the surface of the water who, like you, are struggling. The lake becomes filled with them. Carefully navigating around the emerging bodies paddles an eerie-looking boatman in a rickety craft. All along the shore stand tall, shrouded figures. Some stand still while others quietly mill about. One of the figures turns its head toward you. With a sweeping motion, the figure raises its gruesome arm and extends a gnarled finger. You realize the finger is pointing at you. The boatman looks over at the figure and responds with a nod as he begins to paddle in your direction. He reaches down and pulls you out of the water and into the boat. You lie on the creaking floor of the craft, too exhausted to do anything else. The boatman begins to paddle to shore. As you approach the shore, you see another, shorter figure speaking with the first. The tall one holds out something, but the short figure shakes its head. The tall one says something else, and the short one again shakes its head. The tall figure reaches into its cloak and offers up a leather pouch. The short figure takes the pouch in hand and bobs it up and down momentarily, as if to assess the item's weight. The short figure nods, then secures the pouch underneath its own robe. You come to the realization that a negotiation has taken place, and you are the object of the exchange. The boatman pulls the boat ashore and ties up a rope to a wooden post tall figure approaches you. From beneath the figure's hood, a pair of terrifying eyes beam toward you. Your own eyes become transfixed, locked in a gaze with the figure's. Its mangled hand reaches out and strokes your arm for a moment. Before its knotted fingers tighten around your forearm with an iron grip. You feel the creature's essence pouring into you and yours into it. Your own body begins to feel farther and farther away, and your awareness diminishes as the transference nears completion. Listen to the sound of my voice, let it soothe you. You are safe. You may feel cold, you may feel confused, you may feel nothing at all, but you are here and you are safe. You sense something, it is distant. It is fleeting, but you know that it is there. It flickers then fades, but with effort you can glimpse it. Allow yourself to pull it toward you. It becomes nearer and brighter. Allow yourself to absorb it, all of it. It is bright and it shimmers and it vibrates. Embrace it and become brighter with it. Vibrate with it. Shimmer. It is you. The inkling of a consciousness blossoming within you. You begin to feel form, your position in space, awareness. You can sense something away from your mind, below you and in front of you. Warmth, you feel warmth, warmth and movement, the movement of your toes, as they comb through warm sand. Warm sand on a glorious beach. Allow the warmth to be pulled upward into your legs, your torso, radiating outward through your arms to your fingertips and upward into your head. Feel the warmth, feel the sun's rays pour over you, breathe in, out, in, out. You can finally feel again, and it feels wonderful, but you are not on a beach you are becoming aware of that now you're in a chair you are in a comfortable chair in a cozy room continue to breathe and allow yourself to slowly expand your focus bring your attention to the sounds of the room to the feeling of the chair's fabric to the smell the fresh air that passes through your nose and over your lips. Open your eyes. You are home.
0: If I was a clown I'd murder the whole town I'd walk around Late at night Looking to give a good old scare Before I took a life I'd kiss each eyelid twice So it's hard to tell What is blood And what's a friendly makeup smear I cannot say why But I do need another Warm heart for my box Big smile, August lover Danger for the kids Dagger for the folks The kind of clown who kills every night Regardless of the jokes Cigar for my mouth Seltzer for my friends Most of the funds The confusion on their faces At the end I cannot say why But I do